Hi, my name is Michael Matsuda. I'm the superintendent of the Anaheim Union High School District, and I am your host of AUHSD Future Talks. And just like the title, this show is about the future post-pandemic world that all of us are facing, especially our young people and our community college partners and all of our uh, the young people who are so concerned about the future, the future of work, uh, job security, and the economy. So, uh, and, and today we are so blessed to have someone who really has um, her hand on the pulse as the president of Cypress College, Dr. Joanna Schilling, has um, been in a very short time since two, 2017, established Cypress College as a leader in workforce development and in partnerships and uh, really preparing young people for the future. So we, before uh, we, we uh, uh, introduce Joanna directly, I do want to also share that she is a, um, she has her doctorate from Oregon State University and she has uh, her BA in English from Smith College, as well as her MFA in playwriting from Carnegie Mellon University. Now this, she's immersed in what we call the soft skills and you're gonna hear a little bit more about that. But what really popped up, Joanna, is the fact that you are the author of three dog lover companion books. So I wanna start with that question. And what, uh, what, are, what is that all about, Joanna? Well, first, Mike, I, I want to thank you for uh, inviting me to join you today. It's it's really an honor, and I have truly enjoyed our partnership in the last uh, three years. So, thank you. Um, <laughs> yes, the dog books they're they're called Dog Lover Companions, and um, this was when people were actually using hardcover books to find things. They were published. Uh, from Perseus and Avalon Publishing, which is up in the Bay Area. But I was living on the East Coast at the time and writing a column for uh, the Boston Globe called Tags and Tales. And it was about living in the city. I was living in Boston with a dog and all of the unusual things that would happen. So that was my monthly column. And uh, that evolved into developing uh, three dog books. One is the Dog Lover's Companion to Boston, and that actually had four printings. Uh, the Boston Dog Lover's Companion to New England, and that were all, that was all the New England states, and the Boston Dog Lover's Companion to New York City. So it kept me very busy, and uh, my dog went with me everywhere, and I had a, a co-writer, so we, we had a lot of fun. That was, again, was before you could actually just go on the internet and find out where can I take my dog, where can I stay with my dog. So it was a resource guide for uh, people who had dogs and wanted to travel with their, well, their animals. I'm sure like right now, a lot of people appreciate their dogs and their cats, right? Because it's uh, such a strange, isolated world that we live in. And I I really uh, I really think animals, we can do a whole show on animals, I'm sure. Yeah, good. <laughs> but this show is on our young people and the future that they face. So from just um, what are some of the things that they're talking about in higher ed in terms of this shift that's needed for higher ed to better prepare young people for this world of work? You know, Mike, I would, I would argue that the skills needed before the pandemic are the skills that are even more needed post pandemic. And that the shift has 
only accelerated. And so those are, are those critical skills that you're teaching in AUHSD with your five C's, which are allowing us to, as human beings to be adaptable and flexible. You know, since the advent of technology in the last 20 years, everything goes much faster and the world of work is much faster. And so adaptability to me is the key uh, ingredient to really being able to go from job to job. We, unlike my father who worked for the same company for 38 years in his profession and did very well, that is not the future that our students or even you and I are facing. We change jobs and they may change um, completely. So, So for me, I have gone, I have worked in many different sectors and now I'm in education and none of it is incompatible. The things I did before are not incompatible with what I do now. But the idea that there's a straight line to a career is not really practical anymore for our young people. You know, I know there's a big emphasis on STEM and certainly Cypress College, you guys are are exemplary in these areas, computer science, math, business. But, you know, um, all kidding aside, I think having that English degree and that MFA in playwriting in terms of your soft skills um, have helped you. Could you share with the the young people out there why maybe having a uh, minor in humanities might be important in developing these soft skills? So uh, I would say the critical piece of that is communication, both verbal Mm -hmm. and written communication. That is never going to be, um, that's never going to go out of style. (laughs) So, so knowing how to do that and really um, investing in courses such as speech courses that help you to develop your critical thinking, um, being able to write well, being able to get over the hurdle. Most of us don't feel comfortable speaking in front of large groups of people, but finding ways to do that um, are things that will always be in demand. Uh, you know, when I was in high school, I wanted to be a biologist. I loved the sciences and I still love the sciences and they are part of my recreational activities, the outdoor doors, bird watching, um, hiking, learning about plants and uh, all of the things that are in my environment. So that isn't something I've forgotten. I just didn't happen to go into it as a profession. So uh, to your point, the skills that students are learning through the five C's at AUHSD are are going to be uh, transferable into whatever career they decide and whatever discipline. And and the one thing I'll mention is that uh, to our young people, you need to find joy. What, What gives you joy? Because there will be a job out there for you in an area that gives you joy. That doesn't mean there's a straight line. Um, Maybe you'll be an entrepreneur and you'll have to create a job that doesn't exist. But if you are engaged and you love what you do, you will definitely find opportunities that give you uh, a a chance to earn an income doing that as well. Yeah. So, you know, I just came off a panel this morning on artificial intelligence and the keynote speaker was talking about the ethical side of these you know, the artificial intelligence and cybersecurity. These are areas that Cyprus is leading in. Um, Again, back to that, the five C's are having a background in English and the humanities. Could you address that, uh, you know, that sort of empathy gene that we need to tap into? Yes. So um, thank you for mentioning that because that really is is critical. 
those, all of those humanities elements, they don't, they are not separate from the technical elements of, of science or, um, as you say, the artificial intelligence, you know, the design of an iPhone, we all use our, our phones, right? Our, our, um, our smartphones. And that, the design of it was created by artists, right? They're, they're thinking through the whole pathway of how a phone looks and how it's intuitive to. So there's a technical piece to that, but there's also a really creative piece to that. And different people may do different parts of the, what that becomes that smartphone. Um, but one of the things we're doing at Cyprus is to create the layer of the soft skills that tie in with the hard skills and the hard skills are what we call what are just the technical things the the learning that needs to happen that show that you've mastered that subject so um, to try to create that engagement with students to help them know that these are not separate skills so we are going to teach you those those hard skills in the classroom but we're we're also going to layer and expect you to know the critical soft skills which are more of that empathy the ethics the communication uh the thinking through the adaptability and how that connects to what you're learning in the classroom so i understand that you guys are piloting a series of badges around the soft skills could you share some of your the, the concepts that you're about to Right. Yes. So thank you for asking that. Um, So we are definitely looking at that. So we we call it a soft skills badging rubric, and it ties in with the five C's at AUHSD. And then it shows you in which class in your curriculum that you're actually going to be learning those skills. So in some classes, you may be learning all of them. But in other classes, you may be learning pieces of them. So what we're trying to do is make that connection for students that in this particular class, you are really going to use critical uh, uh, thinking skills. In this class, you're going to be learning how to collaborate with one another, how to build the character of or the ethics of what it is you're learning. So and then we can show employers that students have have learned these, it's actually part of our curriculum. And employers are very excited about that. They want to see that students have earned a badge that actually says we have we have affirmed and certified this student knows these critical skills that an employer is looking for. We're so excited to be kind of part of that or feeding into that because obviously our kids are going to have the awareness and with those soft skills. And, and this, this is why I think this partnership between a K-12 system and a, a community college is so important. In fact, um, it is getting a lot of attention. And if you can share a little bit about um, the P-TECH uh, program and how Cyprus and Anaheim Union were invited to New York City. Yeah, that was a great experience. Uh, that was Pre, pre-pandemic, Mike, we were in New York City together, and and I think we were the only, uh, you know, it was a quite a large conference, and this was put on um, uh, by IBM, and they've created a program to work with the K-12s and colleges, higher education, to, to create a program that helps students start as early as the ninth grade and follow a pathway uh, to... Uh, to college and then to the world of work. And so we have been doing this all along with AUHSD and Cypress College. Um, we have pathways at your uh, 
at your institutions, and that's been very successful. But the the PTEC, I think you and I may have been the only ones that were there as representatives from both K-12 and higher education as collaborators. And so I like being your collaborator uh, because I, I think we get a lot done. And um, it was a very exciting time to hear from uh, the vision for IBM and also to confirm that the work that we are already doing is really in line with what employers are doing. IBM, for uh, for example, is funding this PTEC because they see that this is needed. They are understanding they cannot find the employees of the future and the employees of today unless they collaborate with higher education and uh, K-12 to develop those, um, those new employees. So like one of the areas um, that we are getting a lot of attention in is the cybersecurity partnership. Could you share with the audience a little bit about that? Yes. Yeah, so um, our cybersecurity pathway um, is... Uh, is very successful. Uh, We are offering that at um, Magnolia High School and our academy, and we appreciate the opportunity to do this. And again, just to provide context, um, but through the leadership of Superintendent Mike Matsuda, we have formed pathways at all of our high schools in AUHSD so that students can find that pathway and really already be ready for college. They're already taking college level classes. So cybersecurity, it's starting as as early as the uh, middle schools. We have a uh, superintendent cyber cup that our young people in the middle schools are competing for. We also offer cyber Patriot program for elementary and, uh, middle school students. And then that already gets them excited. It's, it's, it's kind of the world of gaming and they learn how to program through games and competition. So then when they come to high school, they're already really charged up and excited about the, the work that they're doing and the learning that they're doing because it's tied into fun and to activities. And then they take the classes through our dual enrollment and then come to Cypress college, which then, um, uh, we have a direct pipeline to UCI. So there is a full-fledged pathway already from elementary school through a uh, bachelor's degree for cybersecurity. Yes, and, and that, that took a lot of hard work and partnering together. And we're using that same model to develop an artificial intelligence pathway at Kennedy High School with Cypress College. And then the first uh, incubator, high school business incubator, again, using the same same model with dual credit with Cypress College. So, uh, and that incubator will be over at Western High School. And of course, we've already built uh, really strong pathways at Cypress High School and Oxford Academy as well. So in the few minutes we have left, Joanna, um, are there any other things that you'd like to highlight about Cypress College and some of their, I mean, you, through your leadership, you have been able to move Cypress to the top tier of community colleges in California. Well, thank you. We like to think so. Um, So Cypress College has been named the number one community college in California for in uh, 2018 and again in 2020. So we're very proud of that. And uh, we also have been designated as the center of excellence for cybersecurity. And this is a designation given to very few schools, only three uh, colleges in California. 
California have this designation through the Department of Homeland Security. So that that took a lot of work and it was an extremely challenging, but they uh, we are very proud of this designation and that gives our students a real leg up in terms of the kind of work that they're doing at a college in cybersecurity. Um, we've been nationally ranked for many of our career and technical programs are for our STEM squared. So again, for those students who are interested in the STEM fields, our STEM squared program is um, has just been designated as one of only 18 colleges in the entire country. Wow by NASA for um, for being a minority serving institution and doing work to help to um, our underrepresented uh, populations to succeed in our STEM, in STEM fields. So these are just, just a, sh- a small little snippet of some of the accomplishments. And again, I'm the one who gets to brag about it. I'm, I, it's my staff and my, uh, my, our faculty who are doing this work. And, you know, one last thing I'll say about that, Mike, in terms of the world of work, um, it is important to support innovation. And as a leader, um, it is not my job to do all the work or to take credit for the, all the work. My, it is my job to say yes to the innovators, to hire the innovators, to say, how can we do this better? What is your big idea today? What is it that you want to accomplish? And if we can do that in institutions, I absolutely guarantee the institution will succeed, but it's the employees who will thrive in that environment. Wow, that is uh, very inspirational. You know, I think that, uh, and it's so true. It's it's really we've got to unleash the power of innovation with our um, uh, all of the wonderful people that we employ. And if we can do that, uh, there's uh, there's no limit to for this country. So, any final words of advice for our young people? I just want to encourage all of you out there listening to. Uh, Aim high, reach for the things that you love and that gives you passion. Ask for support when you need the support. Don't give up. And you're going you're gonna to stumble along the way for sure. Every single one of us did. Uh, and don't look at the people who have achieved and think it must have been so easy for them because I can promise you they will tell you all their tales of woe and their times when they felt that they doubted themselves. And um, if you need to ask them, did you ever doubt your, them yourself? They will tell you yes. So please, please just keep going. Believe in yourself and uh, ask for help because there are many, many people around you who are willing to help you and to support you on your journey. Wow. Those are encouraging words of wisdom from Dr. Joanna Schilling, our guest today on Future Talks. So thank you so much. And we look forward to hearing more from you, Dr. Schilling. Thank you. Thank you, Superintendent Matsuda. Keep up the great work.